1: yak gadget for all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs go to yakgadget.com eastport marina on the beautiful shores of dale hollow lake for all your lodging kayaking and fishing needs go to eastport.info now let's get this show started what's
3: up guys (laughs) this is the final cast my name is brad (laughs) i'm matt (laughs) So, I just realized right after I hit the uh, record button, my computer just said, you got 10% battery left.
2: (laughs) Oh, cool. might want to plug that in. Yeah,
3: yeah, I'm having my wife go get the phone charger since we're live already.
2: So, she's going to plug it in. Just going to (laughs) fail. Two seconds, Brad. Just going to... Yeah,
4: <laughs> that would be great.
2: Like yeah. just mid sentences, but gone. It'd yeah, be awesome.
3: That's what I'm afraid of. But all right, we're
4: good. I'm getting Jimmy, with...
2: by the way. I'm the third voice.
3: I was gonna say I was about to introduce you.
2: Oh, I was gonna keep it a secret just so someone's just like, "Who is talking right now?"
3: <laughs> so what's up? Hmm. What's new, guys?
2: Oh well, I just got back from Florida like three hours ago. I had a drive back, went down, picked my dad up, got a little bit of fishing in. Uh, not really great. Caught but... some
3: Ohio-sized caliber fish down there.
2: I did. It was great, man. Some, <laughs> That's an some, insult. Some twelve-inch <laughs> fish. I mean, it was awesome. That um, was a backhanded compliment, like crazy.
4: <laughs> Dude, it sucks too I'm because the full moons him. this weekend. So you like, if you could have like picked him up a
2: couple days later, it'd probably been fire. Yes. Oh, I know, dude. See, that's literally what I was thinking. I was like, man, I've only got two days. I had to go to a Bass Pro because I flew down there, drove back. I had my travel rod, but the the gods at Frontier said it was too long, so I couldn't bring it. And I was like, well, cool. So I went into Bass Pro. I was like, eh, a Bass X will do the job. I tried the new Bass X. Not a bad rod for $110, bucks, putting that out there. Um, but yeah, and I was like, well, I'll just go stop somewhere. And as I was driving home, I'm like, dude, three more days would have been fire yeah it is what it is
3: what's new with you jimmy
2: (sighs) not much man
4: just uh getting ready to go to gunnersville i uh mentioned it to a buddy it's funny we're talking about full moon in florida he's he's supposed to be going to a wedding in florida this weekend and he was like taking his kayak and everything and he was gonna fit basically like fish anytime he wasn't at the wedding because of the full moon and i mentioned like we should go hit gunnersville up you know, because of the full moon and, you know, just finally warming up here and staying warm. And he hit me with a float idea, him and a buddy. And turns out it's 17 miles. So, uh, oh, geez. I've done like float wise, you know, I've only ever done like five and six mile floats. Yeah. Same here. I, I've done like 12 miles on the water in one day, but it wasn't a float, you know, just motoring back and forth. So yeah. tomorrow should be interesting. It'll be a, It'll be a new one because we're that's him right there. Sorry, Garrett. When you listen to this, I'm hitting the fu button, buddy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, man. I was gonna say when when we're doing river floats, like five miles is like the max for us because when me and Justin get out there, it takes us even like a three mile float. It takes us like eight hours.
4: Part of what we're doing, it's like it's like cross the entire Tennessee River, go down two or three miles, go up, you know, two or three miles, come back out to the main channel. And then it's like 10 miles to the closest takeout and we're wanting to hit pockets, but like they've done it before. And he's like, yeah, we'll get there at six. Just plan on being in the dark. I was like, okay. Oh, all right then. So we'll probably get back late if I had to imagine.
3: Is that why you're setting up your lights on your kayak?
4: It was. Then I realized that all of my, uh, wiring stuff is still in my truck, which is broke down and not here. Oh, geez. It's, I mean, it's, it's in, it's in Alabama with me. It's just, I, I took it my buddy's got like a 40 by 80 shop. Yeah. I took it there and didn't take anything else out mm-hmm. of it. I don't have my cart. I don't have my anything. So yeah, I was going to do lights, set up my nav lights and all that stuff. And now it's not happening,
2: but yeah. Oh man. That sucks. Just, just go down to Bass Pro and get one of those giant Q-beams and just put it on like a stick above you and just yeah. shine it down. I mean, you know, f- fish light, vision light. You can blind people you don't like. It's great.
4: <laughs> That's what, like, when well, my experience with night, I'm usually not, like, I feel like the, all the light things just kind of me being bougie now, wanting cool little colors in the boat because <laughs> yeah. i night fish. I don't, like, the headlamp gets turned off as soon as I step foot in the kayak and does not come back on until I get back, so I usually just stay in the dark.
2: But you you got uh, some big old dinosaurs down there in the water, right? And gunner. Yeah. I don't
4: want to see them when they, yeah,
2: Yeah, I don't want to not see them either. Like I, 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 this is, this, this would be a weird, like I turn it off and then I'd be like, Oh, I wonder what's around. I turn it on. You see like thousands of eyes and be like, Oh, cool. I'm going to turn it back off and just die. (laughs) I've never (laughs)
4: seen the, the multiples, but I have done the, like you're getting out of the water. You look back across the, the area turn on your light and you see like you just pan across and you catch the glow. Is there gators down there? Oh yeah. Ooh. I've never seen one. Like I said, I've seen the eyes Yeah. in the area that I'm wanting to take y'all. I have never physically seen an alligator, but they are all over Wheeler Lake now because they kind of implanted them to help take care of carp and beavers. Oh, so we have them all over and they get big, but they kind of stay in their own area. You don't like, yeah. it's not like, like Lake Fork when you like any corner you around may have a big, in- but uh, yeah, um, Lake,
2: Lake Fork's got some man eaters. Like, I mean, huge, they've huge. got some, it's huge. Like, it's huge.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh you know, where we're going, the, our biggest problem will be like snakes and beavers. Oh, cool snakes. Uh, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather fight a gator than a beaver though. Yes, beavers when, and they, they get curious, so they'll come up right to our kayak, and they'll slap, and you want to talk about the people in the city who will hear me cuss from the water when it's like dead quiet, <laughs> and then just, Wa-pow! and I scream lots of profanities.
3: See, I think that's so cool, because I've done that, I've I've been out there where there's a beaver just swimming by, and I'll be like, whoop, and it'll slap its tail and take off.
2: Yeah, yeah we're, we're at Dale Hollow, right and, and he's flipping a rock bluff. And he's like, what's that? And I was like, that's a beaver. He was like, woo. And it just moved a little bit. And I was like, stop screwing with the beaver, dude. If That thing turns around. You're going to die. And then he's like, I'm <laughs> going to catch it. I was like, I'm going to leave. And I just motored away. I was like, whatever. You're on your own and you're you going to lose.
4: The, my best friend that got me into like the river and got me into fishing when we were young. His dad is born and bred river rat. Tough old redneck. Ain't scared of nothing. We had a beaver get in the front of the John boat. And me and Jake were just like, ha, 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 it's a beaver. And we heard a splash and that was his dad jumping out of the boat and going to the bank. And I was like, oh, this is bad. Like he got out. (laughs) That's
3: funny. Yeah. Nope, not today. Oh, man. Yeah,
2: I'm not. I'm not about beavers. I'll mess with alligators. Down North Carolina, we had one. I was bank fishing and I was newly minted from Ohio in the Marine Corps. And I was like, oh, I'll go fish this brackish water. I'm like on like, here's the bank. Here's my feet. Like the bank's six inches away. I'm casting, and like two seconds later, I'm looking over. Like that's a weird looking log. Then it moved. I was like, "Oh crap!" And just free. Like I just, I just dropped I had like a cheap lose combo. I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I just took my line and broke it and just walked away. (laughs) (laughs) You and Brian. It was 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 like twilight time, dude. It was it was twilight. And Uh, after I was there for a while, I got a little bit because we used to go out in a little sun dolphin. Me and my buddy, the little two person, like. And I was 210 pounds and my buddy's like 280. So we're going out there and the thing's struggling with the little 55 pound thrust on the back. And we'd see gators and he'd go up to him and be like, hey, watch this. And he'd just like run into him. I was like, you're an idiot. Like, we're going to die on this this. by ourselves, let alone doing that. And then I guess I got a little desensitized. I was like, whatever. He's going to keep hitting them. So we might as well just die.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy
2: (laughs) yeah dude he was uh jordan was a a, a, he's a crazy individual yeah Uh, so yeah so it yeah so anyway why we're here today for this podcast we're going to be talking about uh, applications on our phones that you know products that help us fish or help us uh learn about weather techniques and things like that and uh jimmy we can start it off with kind of what you already preference, but the full moon, why we were talking about that. So that comment makes sense to the viewers and listeners. Yeah. Um, talk about that app. Cause me and Brad don't have a whole lot of experience in it. Um, Brad will probably tell you in his words that he's never thought it's mattered, but you've opened your okay. eyes a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: but uh, yeah. So the app that he's mentioning, I'm going to pull up real quick. I'm pulling it up. Cause I don't remember. I think it's, yeah. Okay. It's called ISO lunar hunt and fish lunar ISO lunar and, Isolunar? Isolunar. and uh, you can get it on the app store it is a paid app it's a five dollar one-time deal um, but the app is based around the solar solar lunar theory which is and just a rundown um, I can actually might be able to find his name real quick um, John Alden Knight back in the 1930s came up with a theory about the hunting and fishing uh, animal activity being better in two periods of the day, which he called majors and minors. And what that's in reference to is the position of the sun and the moon in reference to your location at that time, which goes into affecting like tidal th- and all that stuff, barometric pressure, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, basically a major is when the, uh, sun is at its highest and the moon would be directly beneath your feet in its cycle around the earth. Um, Uh, that period usually lasts around three hours. And then you have a minor, which is, uh, the time in between the peaks and they vary. So for like instance today, um, here, I'll pull it up and we will see. So today for my area, the major periods were, it started at 10 PM and ended at 1 AM and the peak of it, which is the dead center would be 1137. So that's your Mm. like prime time to be on the water for activity. And you have, you have two majors and two minors a day. Um, the other major would be 9.46 a.m. to 12.46 p.m., and your, your peak would have been 11.16. And, uh, you know, that that's just kind of like a, a gist of what the theory is. You can look it up if you look in the app, or you can even just Google the solar lunar theory. It's really cool to read, um, and it makes a lot of sense because it's not just fishing. It's it's animals in general. So, yeah. And you can sometimes time it, like since I learned what this is, Like when I was hunting this year, I would kind of pay attention to when I'd see the most activity from deer, pig, anything. And not all the time, but a lot of the time it would coincide with your majors and minors. And then even with fishing, you know, I try to make sure I'm on the water for one of the majors. Uh, Because a lot of the time, depending on the phase of the moon, it's not going to be time as you're like, if you're fishing a tournament, it might be, you know, at midnight to 3 a.m. and then after your tournament's done so you might miss it all completely but uh you do seem to like i mean you obviously have to do the other homework and be on fish you know Mm -hmm. be in right areas the right times i mean it's not just a magical light switch (laughs) but it does seem like only yeah (laughs) I'd pay a thousand dollars for that app. If it was like that.
2: <laughs> oh, hundred percent. If it could tell me to go out at like mine, I'm looking at mine. Cause I was just going along with you. Cause this, like I said, this is new to me. I've always known it was out there, but I was kind of like Brad. I was like, Oh, it's science. And I'm just not that person. Um, but I was looking, I was like, man, if I could go out at 1204 and catch nothing but, 20s. big active fish. <laughs> that would be great. I'd pay for that. Yeah. Um,
4: the man, best sorry, way to dude. look at it though, is it's given you like, it's given you the time. So let's say that you get on some fish in the morning, but the bites kind of, it's, you know, it's not really active. You know, I'll go, sometimes I'll go in and check if I, I usually check before I go, but if I've had something that I've seen the bites in the area and I haven't hit my major or my minor time yet, I'll stay in that area based off this lunar theory. And Mm -hmm. if they're in that area, the the bite does pick up. I don't mean that it turns on and they're just whacking everything, but you might Mm -hmm. go from getting a couple of bites an hour to you might get, you know, five bites an hour or 10 bites in two hours, just whatever the situation is. But uh, the app itself is really cool because basically all you do is you pick a location and you can use it basically anywhere. Uh, Click map it. And it comes up with a map kind of similar like Google Earth. I actually think that it uses, uh, I think it is Google-driven. I'm not sure, but it looks very similar. Um, it's got a bunch of toolbars on the side. You can mark like where your hunting stands are, pin it like you would your fish finder, you know, stuff like that. But you can uh, you go down to the bottom bar and you click results, and that shows you your major and minor periods. And it shows you your moon phasing, moonrise times, overhead, moonset, underfoot illumination, you know, it shows you your current weather for the area that you're in. Um, there's a, a complete weather tab where you can go into humidity, um, visibility. Um, it says that it registers wind. I'm guessing it does that just kind of real time. It probably uh, takes
3: off- it. It probably takes it from the, uh, you know, you're like, like what angler does. It takes all that off your geo tag location.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I don't have a ton of experience with it. Um I definitely don't use it for all the tools that it has because I do use so many other apps. Like I don't use the mapping on this because I like mm-hmm. Google Maps or yeah. I I use Google Maps with like Navionics which we'll get into mm-hmm. those later. Um but it's got you can turn on a range finder on it so you can judge distance. Um you can save like your catches and your kills in it in your trophy room. It's really cool app, um, and I'll go ahead and say you know I only know about this because of Christine Fisher. Um, mm. Listening to her talk about it, you know, I remember her mentioning majors and minors, and I listened to—I don't even know what podcast she did, but she was talking about it, and I, I was like, "Well, it's a five-dollar app. I'll check it out." Yeah, and it, it's definitely been worth it, you know, even if I'm just giving it a look to know. I mean, sure, you could figure out the moon phasing and kind of come up with it on your own, but just having it there where I literally like. I'll forget being the kayak moving to my first spot and be like, Oh, hold on. You know, yeah. click current location and be like, okay, I need to make sure I'm focused at 11 a.m. <laughs> like, yeah, that's <laughs> not when I need to be running to my spots. Like I need to be sitting and fishing at 11 a.m. Yeah, I've actually like, had, Oh, go ahead. No,
2: you're, you're good, Brad. Oh, uh,
3: I've actually used an app kind of similar to this before. And it, it showed like the lunar phases and stuff. And then it had like a one out of 10 stars for that. Day. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I, I'd go. I'd see the one or two stars and then I'd have buddies that use the app too. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to fish today. It's a one star. I'm like,
4: what? Yeah. Hey, that's definitely don't let it deter you. Like yeah. yo, that yeah. may be when I see it as a one star day, that just may be where I'm not as concerned about my majors and minors. Or you yeah. could turn it around to maybe that's when you should be concerned about your majors and minors. That's true. So maybe it's a bad fishing day, but you can narrow down like a three hour major window and a three hour minor window that might be the best parts of your day to have a chance of getting bit. Um, yeah, I have experienced that, a one of the five cause on this, it's not stars. I mean, you can do it. It's got themes. You can use stars, antlers, yeah. fish. Um, I've had one that was filled up and that was a day I didn't catch any big ones, but we caught a ton of fish.
2: That's cool. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's, you said, it's
4: science. So yeah, I it's guess science. it's right. <laughs>
2: yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's kind of like what you said. It's not a, a just immediate. Hey, oh, it's like kind of like what Brad said. You know, oh, it's a one fish day or one star day. I'm not going to go out. It's more of a tool to kind of help you plan, especially for tournament anglers. I can see because let's say you do have a tournament and your majors and minors are during the tournament. Well, now you can say, hey, I don't need to be mo- like you said. I don't need to be moving. I need to be set in a spot that I know fish are at from previous practice days. Or you know, it, it's just a tool that. <clears throat> makes the whole process more fluid i guess is the way i'm trying to say it Definitely. um but i mean yeah. don't let it deter you kind of like what you say because there's an app out there for hunting it's called hunt wise and it gives you kind of the same thing like oh, on this day it's six deers or it's three and a half deers. and i've had buddies like oh it's only two deers i'm not going out And i was like well <laughs> i'm gonna go out and then i'll end up shooting a deer That's like, and then you rub
3: it in their face,
2: and (laughs) I do. And I send them a picture. I was like, Oh, it's only two deers. I did that last year. I took a video (laughs) and I had the I grabbed an air layer. I was like, Oh, it's only two deers, bud. And that's you know, (laughs) I'm sitting
3: there thinking, uh, guys like Russ Snyder's uh, that like to cover a lot of water say you had like a one out of 10 star day, like that makes what he does even more impressive. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. crazy to think about.
4: Some people just got it. Yeah, like, yeah. Say. he's he's paid his dues with the fishing gods. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's I'm a trying few of to, them.
3: but man, it just doesn't work out.
4: <laughs> yeah, like I'm. I, I look at some of these guys and just like, no, I'm just nowhere near that level. Like, I mean, the, the, granted, they spend all
2: of their time on the water, but yeah. I could probably do the same thing and still suck yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's just some people just got it and it's it's i I love how a lot of people especially you know you're you're nothing wrong with it but your weekend angler and stuff like oh i don't i don't know how these people get paid to go bass fish and i was like there's a lot more goes into it than you think it's not like they're just doing it but then there's some people who just go out and just catch fish nonstop. i was about to say and well you got ryan doll who (laughs) will throw and he fishes the same spots and he catches big smallies all the time and then then you have
3: spots i fish. I know, but then you have—I don't. Then you
2: have guys like Brad Hicks who just says, "Oh, I—I—I've been trying to please the fishing gods, but whenever when we all go out, we don't catch anything, and Brad catches like twenty fish. So I don't (laughs) want to hear it, Brad, at all, because I'll come in with like a fifty-pound day or a fifty-inch day, and Brad's like, "Oh yeah, I'm at like ninety-six inches. Like, oh cool, dude, I'm so happy for you."
4: (laughs) (laughs) Those people, I just want punch in the face. Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Bring it on. (laughs) <laughs> I'm right here
2: you be careful dude he's going to feed you to the beavers
3: I ain't scared of no beer.
4: no you'll be the one that I, sh- I shoot a hole in your boat out in the middle of our gator waters and just tell
2: you this <laughs> good luck Yeah.
3: hey it ain't my boat whatever
2: don't fl- <laughs> yeah just blow the demo it's fine it's fine
3: Mark will be like what happened to you? I don't know
2: crazy yeah, redneck know. with a 12 gauge <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right but yeah this this app is uh it's kind of opening so i like to be i like to just learn and read about you know bass and whatnot and i i've got largies and small like their activities and how they do stuff a lot down but it's 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 something really like you said reading about the lunar theory itself is is cool to do for the simple fact that it you know it shows is this just another it? tool you can use yeah uh yeah they That's have it. a free
3: version also
2: Oh, cool. So I I definitely just paid five bucks,
4: or or I know you just definitely paid five bucks for it. (laughs) I did. Well, I'm about to say
3: for anybody that's listening, if you want to see what the app is like before you can download that,
4: then and it probably still has the lunar stuff, it probably just don't have some of the other tools. And honestly, it probably been smart for me, which I'm I'm almost positive there wasn't a paid version when I got or a a free
2: version when I downloaded it because I've had it for I think two years now. Okay, I don't. I don't even know if there was a free version when I downloaded it because I searched it and literally only the paid <laughs> version came up. Because of I'm course looking, it was did. like, "That's how you market."
0: I, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> and I was
2: like, "Man, yeah, this this has some cool features, but I'm not going to use the mapping because of what we're going to get into later. I'm not going to use, you know, it's like oh, for hunting it'd be cool to put some spots on, but I I pay for Huntwise every year. So I pay for Onyx. Onyx is king. I do both of them, man.
4: I, I had both, I both, and I realized last year that I used on X like 10 to one
2: to hunt wise. Yeah. So I just deleted I, it. I've also found some pretty money public hunting little ponds with on X and uh, oh, they've got some fishing. We're not going to talk about
4: that because that, that's one app that I was not including in this because all of my buddies use it for hunting and I'm over here scanning creeks and using it to find public <laughs> access points and stuff like that. Cause it's like, like people are like, I've had people be like, this is private land. And then I've pulled it up on on X and be like, Nope. According to this, the state owns this 10 feet and that 10 feet. And I'm parked yep. right here. You can call the sheriff. Yes, like, <laughs> and they you show it to them, and they're like, "Oh, like, yeah,
3: I'm gonna have to get oh. that." Oh, right it's called Onyx. Onyx.
4: O N X. It's like a
2: hundred dollars yeah. a year.
3: Okay, I'm not getting that.
2: <laughs> well, you can get the you can get the the monthly and just like I use it, I I pay for the hundred dollars a year. But Same. you can get the monthly. Uh, but you're you're gonna want to get it anyway, especially since I'm gonna introduce you to some dove and duck stuff. So you're gonna want to work some yeah, spots.
3: Y'all. Oh yeah, you I'm just shoot, shoot some birds.
2: Well, yeah, I mean you can, <laughs> but if you if you get caught shooting a, 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 a electrical cable here, it's it's a hefty fine. So, well, I mean you got to scare them off the pole first, dude. I don't know where my X app went.
4: Oh. oh, it's literally the giant red X on my fucking screen right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: that's that's all it is. It's <laughs> just the red X at to the top. I
4: couldn't find it. <laughs>
3: Uh, all right, so uh, final word. Uh, uh, what? What's your final opinion about it? Do you recommend it? I mean,
4: I if you're somebody 100%. that likes to get kind of technical, or you like reading into biology of fish, and someone that's taking it serious enough to like try and understand fish behavior and everything. This helps you just by narrowing down time windows, which may, you may be able, like he said, uh, Matt said, it's a tool. So maybe you take these windows and notice different things in that time period. Like, okay, the fish were spread out and we're doing this on the West Bank. When the major happened, they all seemed to hit the wood in this depth water. It's just, you can take it for what it's worth, mm-hmm. but for five, even for five bucks, like I, like I said, I've had it two years. I've never had to repay for it. It's great just to have, even if that's the one thing I'm looking at and the one I get on the water, just so I can know, like during a tournament, like Matt said, like, okay, I've got to make sure I'm doing my traveling before 10 a.m. when the major starts, you know, maybe based off my practice, have my area ready where I know my fish are. So I have the best opportunity to catch that limit
3: cool uh matt do you want to talk about the uh deep dive app because i feel like you could use both of these apps simultaneously to your advantage oh, to catch yeah
2: for sure so, so the deep uh, l- dive let's just dive move app. into that real quick yeah that's fine the i don't deep know this app it's a great app and i'm going to screen share we first. just found it recently
3: it. actually chris Slivka messaged the group chat like a month ago it was like you guys should check this out
2: so we did yeah. way to pay attention to the group chat jimmy
4: Hey, y'all get popping off in there sometimes, and I just get behind. Like, yeah. sometimes I'm like twenty minutes in, and like I still haven't caught up. I don't care anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Unless it's so juicy. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, yeah. So the deep dive app is kind of. I'm trying to get to where it shows you this right here. So the deep dive app is, is is it's like Brad said. We were just told about not too long ago, and we we're like, well, we'll use this down Dale Hollow and kind of see what what it's all about and what it basically does there's a paid version and an unpaid version so if you don't want to pay for it you don't have to for the unpaid version brad or uh, correct me if i'm wrong but i believe it gives you one day or two days it gives you
3: two and, days but then you got morning afternoon and evening
2: yep so you have morning afternoon and evening and what it'll do like for instance today just on this little demographic it'll show they're, they're at table rock lake it gives you your weather at the top and then let's say you're wanting to fish, you know, both. So it's saying a bladed jig is great for Wednesday in the morning, November 20th, you know, along those lines. And it, it's another great tool that you can use. And we found at Dale Hollow that it wasn't something that you can just follow blindly because it was saying, you know, they were hitting jerk base. They were hitting. Cranks, which a couple of us caught some on cranks and then they were hitting jigs and Brad caught Brad, Justin and myself caught a lot of our fish on jigs. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of it kind of helps you make the pattern or think what the pattern is going to be before you get a chance to actually concrete that pattern in. Um, it,
3: the thing I liked about it, too, is like like say they don't know the exact water temperature you're on. Mm-hmm. So you can manually type in the water temperature and like the suggestions will change. So when I did that, it went from jerk bait to, you know, uh, a jig, like I said, so I was going to throw the jig and then it also gives you the option change if you're fishing vegetation or not. And if the water is clear or it's stained or muddy, I'm totally getting this app. It's It's like a cheat
0: sheet.
4: Like, yeah,
3: it's it's like a suggestion, like a starting place to form a pattern
2: exactly I, so I feel like it, it's it, one
4: of those things like when you're talking to like the real deal anglers and they're like oh you're not throwing a chatterbait right now and you're like yeah <laughs> so this helps me get in on that conversation better yeah i mean yeah. It's yeah, damn it, right uh, i'm throwing a chatterbait it,
2: <laughs> it sets you up and it's kind of like uh how i solar or, or solar lunar is it's it's another tool because you can't just go there and let's say you get all the temps right and everything and you go out there and it's, it's giving you these techniques based off, like what Brad said, the weather, the temperature, the water clarity, if you're fishing vegetation, the depth, um, you know, wind gust, if it's overcast, it's, it's giving you those, those suggestions, but let's say, I mean, we've all been out when we've fished and we're like, oh, spinner bait, it's, it's spinner bait day, it's spinner bait weather and you throw it and you don't get anything, but then you throw a jerk bait and you get bit on it. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it helps you get your foot in the door for that pattern. And then like Brad said, once we changed the, uh, weather and climate conditions to what they actually were, one of the main baits that popped up was a jig and that's what they were biting on was a jig, um, small paddle tail swim baits. I know Justin caught us some on some smaller swim baits and a Mm -hmm. couple of the tournament anglers caught them on some small swim baits. So it, it kind of, it does a little bit of the work for you. Kind of like what Jimmy said, it's a cheat sheet. It starts your pattern patterning before you actually get on the water and helps you kind of create that pattern based on what information it gives you. See,
4: I probably couldn't agree with this app on some things because it's probably not going to tell me to throw a frog most of the time when I'm going to throw <laughs> yeah, a frog. I don't know. But I'm still going to throw the frog.
3: See, I, and I was, that's what I was going to mention. I was messing around with some of them. So I did it in increments. I did 60, 65 degree water, 70, just to see the options it would give me Went all the way up to 90 degrees. Cause that's about as hot as it gets here in Ohio. And it told me to fish, uh, Ned rigs, deep water, <laughs> like twenty to thirty
4: feet deep. <laughs> so is it going off air temp or
3: water temp or both? Water temperature.
2: Okay. Yeah, it goes off. Well, I, from what I've read, it goes off both. So it does air temp and water temp. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, it has a spot yeah, for it. It does it does both for air Better temp and out. water temp. So how much is the paid version? Uh I'll be honest, man. I kind of just clicked it because like, 10
3: bucks a month, I think, but then you can go the whole year for 60?
2: Yeah, I believe. Let me, uh, get like on that. the old. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up phone. right now.
3: It's not bad, but I mean, somebody like me, I'm cheap. I'm not going to buy it.
2: Yeah. I mean, and what it gets you, the paid, it just gives you a little bit f- f- longer forecast. Mm-hmm. So it's great for like the paid app. Which, us see. What is it? Uh, monthly its nine ninety nine a month or it's 80 bucks for the year. Okay. Um, but if, let's say you're a tournament angler and you're going to fish a larger term, like, you know, uh, uh. Jimmy, you talked to all the guys who do that, the the Hobies and the Bass and the all those. You're looking at this could kind of set you up for tournament days and you can change, you know, go on the a weather app and actually manually change what people are saying, like meteorologists are saying the weather's gonna okay. be. Granted, we don't always know if that's correct or not. But you can kind of uh build that pattern. Let's say you're hitting a pattern in the first two days, but you know it's gonna get a cold front's coming in or something along those lines. It might change some of the suggestions and you can go out and rely on that pattern at first, not catching any fish. Cause we've been there, we've been catching fish for two days straight and then it all changes. Look at this and maybe it says, oh, you know, throw a drop shot because it's whatever. And then you throw a drop, you start getting bit on it. So it kind of helps you. It, for me, it nudges me away from things i would normally throw like oh i've been throwing there's a lake me and brad go to i could throw chatterbait every cast and almost get bit every cast (laughs) all winter long too (laughs) oh i mean it just it's it's almost year round but when it gets super hot on that lake it changes a little bit to where you're yep. throwing a different type of bait. And this would, if that, in that case, in that situation, this I think would nudge me because I'm one of those guys who I have confidence baits. I'll throw them all the time. If I'm not getting yeah. bit, I'll just keep throwing them mm-hmm. and it's the fish's fault, not mine. This will <laughs> nudge me into throwing a different bait and then, you know, help me create a different pattern for different conditions that I can use in the future. So it kind of helps you long run too.
4: Something I would say, like you talk about like the tournament aspect of it, you know, for
2: a lot of the traveling anglers, uh, tons of
4: times you know this might be your first time coming to said body of water yep and going back to it being a cheat sheet i mean maybe you don't know what you're i mean you like you said you got your confidence baits and you know you kind of know what you like to throw and what you think you're going to throw but this might you might be like oh okay maybe i don't need to throw a jackhammer today maybe small swim bait something not flashy based off this and i mean obviously take it all with a grain of salt you'll really know once you get on the water i'd like to know like How they came up with the theory?
3: I don't know. I think it just goes off of like
2: history. Uh, Probably because I mean you're looking at. I'm guessing just
3: like experience. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, it's it's probably the history of probably bass fishing because you can select different. uh, Like there's there's two options on it right now. There's largemouth and spotted bass. <laughs> I just dropped the hook in the floor. I'm gonna.
3: Smallmouth is coming too, by the way. On the
2: smallmouth is coming. Yeah, there's largemouth, spotted bass, and smallmouth is coming. And if you change, if you select large or spotted on Dale Hollow, for example, it changes from the the river channels to main lake because that's where a lot of the spots oh. are found is main lake. And it changes because I checked that when we went to Star Point because I was like, well, mm-hmm. we're a little bit more main lake. I'm gonna check that, and the whole bait selection changed. There were some that were the same but yeah. like for example in the river systems it was calling for jerkbaits cranks jigs uh ned rigs and then on the main lake it was calling for jerk deep diving jerkbaits were there deep diving rattle traps or not deep diving drop but rattle traps were there so your uh um Drop shots and a rigs. It wasn't calling for a rigs with the large amount, but for spot spots, it was calling for a rigs, um, which, as we all know, if you were on the water <laughs> during our Dale hollow trip, you saw about 800 boats throwing 8,000 a rigs. Yeah. So, I mean, they were getting bit on them, but that's, it, it kind of, so it kind of, to me, that was the ultimate concrete for this app to while again, like you, Jimmy, you said, take it with a grain of salt, but it, it, a rigs were working, they were catching fish on them. Small paddle tails working, jigs were working, it, it helps. Well, even make... if like how many suggestions does it give you? Like four or five? Uh I think it's let me see. I'll get on it right now. I want to say it's like seven or eight. Like it gives oh. you a lot of different well, even, options to go with.
4: If one of them is correct, that's yeah.
2: one bait that you can
4: put in your hand that works versus yep. ten rods in the deck on the deck in the boat that aren't. So and I'll... worth it.
3: I was going to mention also uh, the free version of this app. It only gives you the time of the day you're in. So if you're fishing morning, it'll only tell you the morning. You got to pay for afternoon and evening if you want to use it.
4: And it only
2: shows you one bait selection because I was just clicking through it. Right. So this is the paid version of it. If I can figure out how to. Here, I'll do phone. full screen on you. Yeah, do that. Come on, phone. Stop being Here we done. go. Let's Your full if that screen. Works. So it shows you, like up here, like you said on the app, it shows you your uh, mm-hmm. like your weather if it's overcast, chance of rain. Uh, what well, oh, It's post-frontal conditions. It has your wind. It's got your current. And then here it has you know your water temp. And obviously, these are changed because I was playing with it. But scroll down here. This is for shallow water largemouth bass, finesse swim bait, jerk bait, finesse jig, uh, and then crank bait. And that's, that's cool. Ju- that's just at sunset. So if I go to sunrise, they'll change. Mm-hmm. Some of these will say the same. So there's your jerk, your crank, finesse, and there's a rig. And, and it shows you the color
3: to use too. Forgot the yep, I was just about shows... to
2: say, like it's like watermelon candy. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it shows it shows your colors, and that's for every time of day. And if you switch it to deep, it'll it'll change it to you know deep. Like for this and deep, because it's Dale Hollow jigging spoon. If you talk to anyone down there, they'll tell you to throw a spoon. Or they'll tell you, like the next one down here, throw a hair jig. They'll tell you that, too. Uh Carolina is awesome because that's a real thing on Dale Hollow. Like mm-hmm. yeah. hair jigs are a big player on Dale Hollow. Yep. Hair jigs, <sighs> jigging spoons, Carolina rigs are huge on Dale Hollow, and it has all those for – It's not
4: true. I tried it. That didn't work. It's a <laughs>
2: Well, that's I tell funny. you, I'm, I'm getting a whole box of hair jigs next year when we go, but that's a side story. Um, <laughs> Marabu drop shot hooks, Cody.
4: I know,
3: man. Jig Master, I know.
2: Those are so cool. Oh
3: yeah, dude. I, his, his
4: hair jigs are sweet. Yeah. I've got one of them that i used once and it this looks cooler. All frizzed out, hanging up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an Afro. It's a great.
2: Oh yeah. See, that's what hair jigs. Like, I just don't understand. I've never fished them other. I've had one tied on and I cast it and I tied a knot like, uh, I don't know, an idiot in my, I just watched the sale <laughs> and it hit a tree on Dale. Hall. I bought it at Eastport and Richard was like, throw this hair jig, Matt. You're going to catch fish. And I was like, all right, I'll try Dude. it. Tied it on next day. Went out cast three it pounder. And Woo! boom, It just popped a I tree like 80 yards on the shore. And I was like, well, I mean, it was a great cast, I guess, but it's gone. So <laughs> I
3: struggle. I struggle fishing with those, man. I've caught. I, I don't gone. know
2: how you're supposed to fish it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> right, but it was
1: just little so cool a in jig. Water.
3: Jeff Little told me he's like, just let it sit there. I'm like, I don't want to do that.
2: So you're not supposed <laughs> to swim it or anything? You're just supposed to like He does it? he
3: just lets it sit sit there and flutter, I guess. I don't
2: know. Oh yeah, I would definitely did it way wrong then. Oh yeah. Like so I swim
4: I it. it your own fault. I'll
2: jig it. Like
3: <laughs> Well, I've heard uh, Seth Seth fired he he bounces it like swims it slowly along the bottom.
2: So that's what I was doing. Yeah. Didn't work. Are you supposed to are you supposed to trailer swim jig or a hair jig? I don't think so.
4: No, it's, it's supposed to just be the hair.
2: Well, saves plastic, so I'll probably do that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so what's your final
3: uh, thoughts on Deep Dive, man? What do you think of it? Oh,
2: d- it, it's it's definitely, in my opinion, something that needs to even if it's just a free option, something just to have on your in your toolbox because it kind of like what Jimmy says. If you're traveling for whether you're going on a fishing trip, or you're going on a tournament, it kind of helps you. Like what's on the screen right now, it doesn't just show you what baits to use; it shows you structure on the lake you're going to that you might not see in other places. Yeah. Um, there are other apps that'll show you this stuff but it's nice it's all compact it's right there you just scroll down and find it and bing bam boom you're there so I definitely think it's it's something to keep and the paid version I've been happy with it so far uh, 10 bucks a month for an app for me as avid of a fisherman as I am it doesn't bother me because it's giving me a lot of information that I might not have or it could push me to try something new that I might have haven't tried or thought of in that situation so thumbs up for me for sure
3: yeah, I, I agree. I like the app. Um I probably won't pay for the full version unless I go to somewhere new, you know? Yeah. And uh but like I like we were talking about, it helped me catch fish at Del Hollow. I used the jig and I used the net rig deep water and that's what I caught fish on.
4: So like it goes in, like it shows examples of the retrieve you should be doing. It shows you, it says you yep. should check shell beds at that. 10 to 30 foot. It shows you a picture from a hummingbird side image unit to show you what a shell bed looks like. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it, it goes in It tells you nev- the gear to use. Casting rod, 7 foot 4 to 8 foot, heavy action, 7-1 gear ratio, 15 to 20 pound fluorocarbon.
2: I didn't yeah, know that I mean, like, it, that's freaking it, cheat sheet bro <laughs> it breaks it down so like this is another thing I wanted to add and I forgot all about it it's it's a great app for your new angler who just bought their first combo or just getting into it and they're they've been fishing for a while and now they're wanting to really you know f- fall down the rabbit hole like we're all still free falling and and wanting to get into technique specific rods and stuff like that so it 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 helps that angler kind of you know, some people, especially in the fishing community, community, I don't ever want to feel like I'm like this, but some people will ask questions and be like, oh, you're dumb. You don't know. You shouldn't use a medium for, a, you know, a Texas rig or something. You know what I mean? It's so all it kind subjective, takes, man. It is. Well, it is, but I mean, yeah. at the same time, there's, there's merit behind using certain rods with certain techniques. It is. And, yeah. uh, it kind of, I've it, always it, appreciated the companies that put what techniques
4: work best on that rod. That's one thing yeah. I love about Dobbins. Dobbins. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Hey, it does this great. And then if you even go on their website, here's a little tip for you. You can go and it'll show you what it's good at, but it's not the best for. So it'll be like, it's great for frogging, blah, blah, blah. And then it'll be like, can handle swim baits, but not the best, you know, like stuff like that. That's cool. So that's one thing that stuck me on Dobbins from the beginning was based off their recommendations of what it's good for. I could buy certain rods and cover an entire arsenal instead of having 25 rods. Yeah. Like I know this one can handle cranks, but I can actually, it's got enough backbone. I can smack a chatterbait on it. Yep. You know, stuff like that. Very cool, man.
2: What's the uh, water temp? I'll, I'll leave this for Gunnersville right now. Do you know off the top of your head?
4: It says 52, which I would assume it's warmer. Because I, I pulled yeah, you much
3: warmer up. than that, I bet.
4: No, um, hey, we haven't had water over 60 yet. Really? 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 Every time it's warmed up, we've had giant cold snaps and floods for three days. Yeah. Our like our water cool. has been struggling.
3: Huh. That's well. why
4: we're going out. It's been warm. It was warm today. Oh, see, mine showed. I don't have the, I didn't do the paid version yet, but it was like finesse swim baits up shallow. You know, well, that outside was so that channel channel sunset.
2: Yeah, that was sunset. This is saying for sunrise or morning, I'll say morning. Uh, umbrella rig. You can throw a uh, lipless <laughs> and a white spinner bait, which I feel like a white spinner bait works everywhere. And it'll, you know, when you click on the bait, it shows. So there's your spinner bait and your color. If you scroll down, my phone will work. What am I doing? <laughs> Come on, scroll down. It'll show you like this an example of where to throw it.
3: Um, oh, that's cool. Location, so like first, first half, half of Creek. Of the
2: creek. So and if you don't know what that looks like, now you do, and then you keep going, and then it says structure. You know, for this, look at structure, and then here's your like Jimmy was saying, my phone is being weird. Come on, light. Well, you can get it; it's free up, but it it just pops up and it it shows you kind of examples, and like like Jimmy said, it shows you everything. It's awesome. It's saying monofilament for uh, spinnerbait, so I don't here. I can let's that, we'll see you real quick.
4: I, I
3: got a question for you guys real quick so first half of creek it says do you guys mm-hmm. ever fish like the middle out there
4: yeah uh, yeah i have yeah so that's there. just an example that's showing what it, uh, it says you know sh- a channel swing outside channel so yep. and then it'll show shallow flat it which is under there but uh let me show you real quick just so people get an example i wanted to show you where it shows the uh like the rock transitions and stuff. It shows you a real-time picture of a rock transition. Oh, that's cool. And then you can click on the depth. I'm trying to find it. I don't know how I did it a minute ago, but it does. It shows a side imaging
2: picture from a, like a Hummingbird unit. Huh. Yep. I'll say it has, it shows they, they partnered with Hummingbird or with users. I'm not sure because everything they have is like mega side um, and mega down. So it's, it's showing you know, sonar imagery, which can also be, especially if you're new to using a fish finder, it kind of shows you what things look like. There we
4: go. Yep. So yeah, it says rock pile to 12 to 30 feet. And then it shows you a rock pile. Yep. 12 oh. to 30 feet. That's just, there that's so
1: really. cool. cool.
3: That is cool. I, li- I like yeah. that. But to
4: your question, yeah, mouth of creek, I don't just cover the points and the banks. I'll, I usually like start in the middle. Like make I need some to start casts. doing
3: that then because that's probably why I don't catch many fish on the lakes.
4: I'll tell you something that's worked for me is um, I've never done it on like big creek mouths, but like some of the lakes like local here will have, you know, much smaller openings, but I'll mm-hmm. actually sit shallow and throw towards the middle, not yeah, the middle yeah. of the lake, but the middle of the mouth and yeah. basically go from deeper to shallow. And I've had a lot of success. That's actually, I caught my, uh, that seven at Pickwick doing that last year. There, there was one grass patch in the middle that That's was awesome. in like, a, I mean, and we're not talking deep, like 10 foot, 20 foot, but it was deeper than everything else.
2: And yep. it, it came past that one grass patch and I got smoked.
3: That's awesome. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: I will say I I'll do the same thing. I'll use, I sit in shallow water and I'll throw up to, you know, right I'll past throw the middle. Up. Well, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But anyway, I'll throw, I'll throw right to the middle and I'll, especially with like smaller swim, like high tax or things like that. I'll swim it back just because bait fish will sometimes retreat back into those Creek channels. Yeah. Mm, excuse me. And, uh, So just to mimic that, you know, natural presentation of a bait fish swimming from main lake to the creek channel, and they will be bass or ambush predators, so they'll find any cover they can, grass patch like that. They'll sit down in the grass, and they'll shoot up and grab whatever you're throwing. So
3: That's awesome.
2: Closing thoughts for that app. I need to buy it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's money, man. It's awesome. So thank you, Chris, for uh, telling us to get that app. Heck, yeah.
3: yeah. That, That was a cool find. Uh, for sure. So, uh, what do you guys have next?
4: Um, I want to go. I, I want to hit a weather one real quick. Um, mm-hmm. Let's do it. So, a uh, really good app that I found somehow can't remember uh, <laughs> where I heard about it. Who told me? I may have just found it kind of on my own. Um, let me pull it up here. So, it's called My Radar, and it's oh yeah, you know, yeah. If you that. use the Weather Channel app, any mm-hmm. of the you know cool weather apps this one is just like a very to me it's extremely detailed uh one thing i like about it is it doesn't do the future casting as far as like when you go to radar and you are looking like like right now on the screen you can see that storm moving through well on like um the weather channel app when you would press play it'll show you like what that's going to do for the next 10 hours this one only will do it for like three or four which Uh seems to keep it more accurate because it's got such a good refresh rate with uh, I'm sure it's using like the national weather service data, the same as the weather channel is. But um, Some of my favorite features and I doubt I could get them to show up (coughs) is it has so many overlay options. So you can change all the basic stuff of your coloring and you know, how high or low def your map is. Um, and change the lighting, but some of the overlays and layers that you can put on it, you can add winds to it. It'll show I was you say, that's cool. 5 million squiggly lines of exactly how the wind is moving all over the state. And then you that's can just awesome. zoom in to where you're at, um, air quality, temperature clouds. Um, it'll show you highlighted warning and watch areas. If you got bad weather coming, um, I don't have this problem, but it's got hurricane tracker. It can show you weather fronts, road conditions, aviation conditions, so if you're getting ready to go fly, you know, wildfires, earthquakes, which apparently earthquakes is on online for some reason. <laughs> getting it, ready it, Oh, this shake. is new. It shows power outages. That's a new one. Really?
3: Huh. Yeah. Well, that's that, cool. that that wind uh, uh, that wind layer is huge. Here we go. For I land. can
4: show you full screen me real quick. I pulled it down into the gulf and you can really see the jet stream.
3: Where are you where are you at? Screen share you?
4: Yeah. There we go. So if you can see, oh yeah, that is the wind moving through the jet stream. Yeah, Girl, that's awesome. And then my phone like <laughs> freaks out and turns its brightness down. But here we go. I'm just happy <laughs> it wasn't just me who couldn't. That's cool. That out. Yeah, you can see the few little like rain moving around. I'm yeah, assuming yeah. that that's lightning. I was going to say middle. it's
3: lightning. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's what that is. But it's. It's so cool. I mean, it's a very, very technical map, and it—it's. It, I love it. I don't use any other... Well, that's not true. I use, like, four weather apps, but when it comes to, like, fishing weather, this is the one that I'm going with. Yeah. And then, it, yeah. like, it shows moon phasing, future cast as far as, like, the next day and stuff like that. Like, it does just like any other weather app, and it's free, like, completely free. Um, so... I'm sure if somebody yeah, messages that. me later and said, I showed you that app. Well, I appreciate you for showing me cause I damn sure don't remember where I found <laughs> it.
3: I just re-downloaded it and, uh, I just deleted the wind app I was using cause I don't need that anymore. <laughs> so
4: that's like, a- I think that the wind, the wind part of that app is probably the best part cause it is yeah. like, damn accurate.
3: Well, we have a place up here that me and Matt fish is this like a reservoir on top of a hill. It's like drinking water for cities. Yeah. And that place sucks when it's windy. (laughs) 15 mile an hour wind feels like it's 30 miles an hour. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Last year I went when I just got my kayak, didn't have my XI three on it yet. And I was just paddling around and I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to tuck back in this corner and I'm just going to grab a rock because I was getting pelted, man. At one point, Brad had to like tie me to his kayak and pull me across the lake and the wind was was still pushing. Oh, dude, I, I, I mean, it's like 60 foot deep. Is that a?
4: Back scratcher, you dang right, it is. <laughs>
2: yeah, I use it <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I need oh, to turn
3: man. the lens on. So cool, my radar man. Uh, what else you guys got? You guys got anything else?
4: Um, something we talked about briefly, uh, before we started recording is the uh, for Garmin, uh, fish finder users. I'm most of y'all probably already know about it, but if you mm-hmm. don't garmin active captain um, yep. it's 100% a great app if you're using it on a, like a real boat because you can you can tie it into all of your sensors on the garmin for all of your like emergency sounders and stuff like that so if mm-hmm. you're away from the console and you know the boat's drifting up gets a shallow water alarm and you've got your alarms turned off mm-hmm. it'd still notify the phone um, some cool things that it does is you can basically you have your your plotter, in your hand so you can plan your trips mark all your waypoints and completely plan all the routes from the phone and then when you turn on their plotter they're there so you don't yeah. have to sit out in your driveway sitting in your boat with your GPS, your your unit on doing that um something i didn't know until i just read up on it earlier is you can connect your phone to it i mean obviously your phone's connected to it either way but like it will display on your char plotter when you get a phone call or a text message. Like if you put your phone up in a dry hatch or something like that. Uh, I thought that was really cool, but it's got community features on it where people will chit chat about, you know, marinas and like little pubs on the banks and stuff like that. So you can share catches. Um, Another cool. And I don't know if any of y'all use this, the uh, I don't know what Garmin calls it, but it's uh, like the drawing where you basically can go over on, yeah, you can go over areas that don't have contour drawings, and it will actively yeah. draw for you. You can share those through the app. So yep. if you're going somewhere that doesn't have it, instead of you wasting a few hours doing it yourself, you can check in the community tab, and somebody might have already done it, and they can send you their
2: draw. And Which is there's there's a little small lake um, echo brad for you uh-huh. um that was never i was looking at navionics and it hasn't been you know on navionics it kind of it's also from garmin it gives you mapping and whatnot but it it just shows up with what basic stuff it, it's not really contoured or anything and then on active captain there is somebody who's contoured that whole little lake and river chain and you can click oh. on it and shows everything and it's just a little inner city lake with a river that connects another lake it's just two lakes and a and a uh, waterway and it's all contoured even the waterway and so that means some dude went out there in his boat and just contoured it and it's did, there I wonder how that works. It. <laughs> it just goes it's just basing it off sonar
4: ping. Like well, it, I mean, does it's he have just, to
3: cover the whole lake?
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's like crazy whatever whatever playing? your cone spread is you can watch it. You're like as you're going along and you look at the graph you'll start seeing contours pop up and yeah. like let's say it's showing them to you up to 30 feet out you'll just make a pass and go 30 foot wider and overlay. Oh, so you're using
3: like side imaging.
4: No, you like I, I you did it did with my marine with just down imaging. It had, i i a, I'm it thinking a If you're future. in
3: like a, if you're in like a shallow lake, it's going to take forever because your cone is going to be small. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. Well,
2: yeah. I mean, it, the, the shallower mm-hmm. it is, which I mean, this guy, there's, there's a trench of middle of this lake. I think it's like, maybe 12 foot deep and everything else is shallow. So this dude was just taking his time doing lawnmower passes all the way. through. I I did
4: one of the deep lakes on my Raymarine around here. The whole lake's like four miles probably. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. just a fishing day. I wasn't doing it like actively to use it. It's like, well, I'm here fishing. I'm going to turn it on. And you do anybody that likes wants to use this feature. You have to put an SD card because you have so much space. Yeah. But if you're going to map a whole lake, you got to put a big SD card in your head Mm -hmm. unit. But, uh, I just let it run while I was on this lake motoring around. And I probably got three quarters of that lake mapped and didn't even realize it. Huh, and cool. now, now I've got, and it's, you know, a little tip too, is don't be afraid. Like if I've noticed when I'm fishing that Navionics is wrong, like, no, yeah. yep, that hump is not here. Mm-hmm. Um Turn it on. If you ever start to notice little things, turn it on and map over it and you'll get that's those. Cause I mean, the earth erodes current and wind change things. Yep. yep. navionics is the same thing we're doing navionics is paying people in their boats to drive around lakes and map that's how they come up with all this so basically you're just doing it for yourself Yep. so you you can they do it once every god knows how often and you can do it every year if you want to make sure your honey hole is how it looked last year yep. yeah that's a
3: good point <clears throat> never really yeah, thought about stuff,
2: that i mean stuff changes so much and it's it's Kind of like what Jimmy said. It's just constantly changing and this these companies will go out and they'll, you know, again, I don't know how often they do it, but there's been times when I've gone. I've over,
4: never seen you know. a navionics boat, so it can't be I that freaking either. often. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Hey, somebody has uh done sections of the GMR where they have uh the gauges down in downtown Dayton and stuff. Yep. Um but it's kind of pointless on a river because constantly changing and your depth is always changing.
4: And that's when it would be a good time to run the active drawing or active contouring. Because if you're spending a lot of time on the river, you can always be on top of what it looks like. Yeah. You may like when the river's high and you've had some storms and a lot of current push through, you might see somewhere where it's pushed a gravel bar up underneath and created a hump or a pocket or a new, new ditch. And you may see something and, and, I mean, you can, now a, a good electronics guy probably would notice something like that. If you're paying attention to your electronics, but nine out of 10 people are going to pass that because they're yep. just looking at, at history. They're not looking yep. at active data.
3: Yep. Makes sense.
4: I'm excited. I haven't used it on the Garmin yet. I used to do it with my Raymarine all the time, but, uh, I honestly don't even know how to turn it on, on my Garmin yet. I'm that new <laughs> to my Garmin. So I'll figure yep. it out.
3: Uh, another thing with the active captain is, uh, uh you can update your software and stuff like that too uh all you i need watched is brian do it on the water it in. yeah it's and easy. he like
4: we were leaving the marina and mm-hmm. his thing popped up on his screen and said it needed an update so he like like on cell data downloaded it yep and then just connected it to his phone and set his phone down and he downloaded the update while we were traveling to our fishing spot
3: yeah that was pretty gangster it's awesome and you don't need like i think i had like a 32 gig sd card you just pop that in you're good to go
2: it's done. That's Super awesome. easy. Yeah. I can't wait like to use the app. To...
4: Like because I, I downloaded it like right before this show because I forgot. And uh I noticed the box is sitting on the kitchen table still because I'm lazy. And uh <laughs> my wife's probably tired of it being there too. But I noticed on uh, yeah. like on one of the symbols, it was like Garmin Active Cap. And I was like, Oh yeah, I hadn't downloaded that yet. So I was waiting for time. I was like reading up on it and was like, dude, this app does all sorts of stuff. So yeah,
2: yeah. That'll be really awesome. tomorrow. That's one big plus with Garmin's um, and I've used Lorantz, which they've gotten better, but I've used, you know, hum- I have a Helix 10 that I'm actually getting ready to put on the boat, but I'm going to keep the Garmin because they, they, the connectivity options they give you and all the stuff, all the tools they give you to put onto it is extensive. I don't think anyone in the market gives you that much options to play with. Yeah. So. Well,
4: it, and I've been a
2: big Garmin product
4: guy for a while. Like Garmin products are just good. I use yeah, their watches yeah. like their GPS's back in the day were the best. Mm -hmm. Like Garmin's just a good brand.
3: Correct me if I'm wrong too. If you connect your Garmin force trolling motor to the app, you can run routes, right? Yep. You can like draw a route and it'll take you without hitting buttons. Right.
4: I mean, you know, that would be a great thing to mess with somebody if you can get a hold of their phone and <laughs> oh, just like geez. draw curly cues going up the lake and they're just chilling on their phone, letting it you know heading lock and then take him,
3: like, neow, neow. yeah, take him up to this was- this point that's not underwater right now <laughs> yeah i'll say itself. that's
2: like uh trolling motors in the last in the last few years you could just have them do contour following to where they'll follow yeah. a contour which is cool but then the force came out and it gave you option on your phone to create your own path to follow so maybe yeah. you're not wanting to follow that contour you want to follow in between two contour lines you can just set that up and it will follow you just draw it out and it'll follow up, and you can yeah. bring it back around and fish back. I mean, it's it's. Pretty, I wonder a kayak if anybody's motor. put one of those.
4: I was going to say, I wonder if anybody's tried to put one of those <laughs> on a kayak. I've heard. Dude, I, I don't know about it. I know that the uh, is it Lawrence that has the ghost. The ghost, yeah. I was talking to Brad Herlebass about that, and he's like, "Dude, that is a beefy,
2: heavy unit, like Dude, a monster." I was- I was at Bass Pro a couple days ago and I looked at it and I was just staring at it. And the uh, person came over like the associate and they're like, so is there anything to help you with sir? I was like, I'm just trying to figure out if I can fit this on a kayak. <laughs> he was like, uh, I was like, how much does it weigh? He's like, I don't know. I was like, all right, I'll look it up. So I looked it up. Yeah, man, it's, it's not, it's not possible. In my opinion, <laughs> like you or you not bringing anything else with you.
3: Yeah. that thing's I, pretty me. Me.
2: Wait. I did get to see uh, them run
4: at the classic. I can't remember I guess it was two years ago and they were here. They had them in their little like the little tanks. And you could walk up the little stage, put your foot on the pedal and you could run it and turn it up real high. And those two, the ghost and the Garmin unit run
2: like I mean they're crisp. Oh like, they're super and the ghost is quiet. The ghost is quieter yeah. in my opinion than the force, but uh it weighs eighty six pounds. Uh-huh. So yeah yeah that's 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 I don't think I mean you put that on a fourteen foot John boat and you're Oh uh, dude
4: dead. I'm sure right, we tell we tell Brian about this, he'll put it on there. He's gonna prove that you can put six hundred pound capacity in his unlimited yeah. like my guy carries so much gear. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's crazy.
2: Oh I mean somebody should try it. If anybody's gonna do it, just have him do it. Garmin, uh you should yeah. send me one.
4: And if we sink my boat, we will not post the content. That way you don't look bad,
2: but yeah. send me but one. We can, we'll yeah. try. Or better yet, Garmin, make a force for a kayak.
4: will do be, that ooh. too,
2: but I want to try the full size one first. <laughs> it's, it's a cable driven pedal system. Does well, you, uh, does their self deploy? Who does that? It's self deployed. The force and the ghost does. So <gasps> does the Mincota ultrax or or the Altera, but they're, those are cable driven. That's why they're so heavy. They're yeah. they're 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 like they're dumb, they're really dumb heavy. So
3: <laughs> cool motors though,
4: for sure. I, I think that they'll start to pick up on like all the freaking money motor guide's making right now. Yeah, um, yeah. And like I guarantee you, within the next two years, iCast you'll see one. Yeah, you be, have I mean, to no.
3: people. They'd be stupid I mean, not to. Like they I would, would super... love
4: the that Garmin one for a kayak. I don't want a bow mount. I don't like crap in front of me. <laughs> but just for the feature you're talking about i will pull that app
2: up and draw that fishing trip that whole day and i will not touch anything but just go (laughs) just leave it alone all you gotta do is change it like if you find a spot you want to fish a little bit just change your speeds or pause it and then restart it after you're done fishing that spot and then keep moving (sighs) like it's it's it would just be so easy like we motor guide has heading lock and it works well to an extent i mean it it you go too fast it likes to Never land. Yeah. And, and if, if you go too fast, it, it likes to make you feel like you're going to die. But because uh, on my kayak it was lighted, that RS man, it, it, it she hauls. But, yeah, dude. It, it when it jinks like that, it's like a, like I'm going to fall out of my boat, but on a, on a medium setting speed, I can just put heading lock on and then put my remote down and retie stuff and just look up occasionally make sure I'm not going to get like schwacked by a boat, but that's about it. Yeah, And it's great. I mean, the whole way back from Dale Hall, when we were getting out, I put heading lock on and I was just looking through plastics. Like I have a video on my Instagram and that's what I was doing. I put heading lock on and I started looking through stuff. Just
4: think about being able to map like everybody's all about um, hands-free, like foot control steering and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So it's more time on the reel. Think about taking the time and drawing out your whole plan for the day outside of when you're moving spots. But being able to pause and adjust your speed, I mean, you don't have to take your hands off the reel.
2: Yeah, like, no, it does everything for you. I mean, it's that'll it's be done. a two, thousand three thousand dollar kayak motor, but they'll sell. Oh. oh yeah, they'll sell, and then I mean, they'll just like anything that's brand new. I mean, the motor guides came out, and they're still what for the XI three with spot lock. I think it was. I think it's twelve ninety nine. I think they go for. That's yeah, eleven yeah. or twelve ninety nine, yeah. Yeah, I think in the next couple of years, because they're selling well. I mean, people are putting them on everything. I mean, Old Town was—I had an Old Town. The only reason I got rid of it, well, multiple reasons, but one of the reasons I got rid of it is because you couldn't do anything to it. But now you're putting them on those too. Like companies are going to start realizing kayaking is kayak fishing is starting to take off, and yeah. you'll start like you said in two years, you'll see Lawrence have one. Minn has got to have one. They already have one in the Old Town, so they got to put one for everybody else. I mean,
4: you would think that with them already having a platform built around one of their trolling motors, they would just take their fan, what like the Altera or whatever their fancy one is. It's all tricks, yeah. Chop it down and put it as an option of, for an upgrade for the autopilot.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Like I extra mean, thousand bucks, we'll throw this one in it. Hell yeah. I mean, that would be all. And they they've already been doing that. Minn Kota is one of those companies that because they kind of realized people were putting trolling motors on kayaks before it was big and you could take it to Minn Kota dealer and they would chop your shaft down for you and still give you honor your warranty. Like they'd wow. still honor the shaft's warranty. That's so if cool. you had, let's say you bought a, a 42 inch shaft for your bass boat and you're like, I'm going to put that on kayak. You could take it to a dealer, say, Hey, I want to cut this down to 31 inches or whatever you want. They will cut it for you. And your shaft still has a lifetime warranty on it.
3: That's the same with a motor guide too. Mm-hmm. If you take another,
2: oh, yeah. Yep. Authorized. Rec-
3: that's the only time you can cut the shaft for a motor guide.
2: Yep, same well, same with Minco. If you do it yourself, which you can yeah. with a hacksaw, uh don't ask me how no, I know tubing, do that, cutter. tubing cutter hacksaw. Yeah. hacksaw <laughs> Jesus
3: Christ. Angle grinder.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Why are yeah. all the wires cut short? <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta pay attention to what you're doing. It's it's not that yeah, hard. You I don't care that. if you're paying attention to the angle grinder, you're you're done. Like <laughs> well, yeah, okay. I, I use a hacksaw, but well, I'll take that back. That'd have been can a fun. Confirm video. or deny? <laughs> I used Axle, but uh, yeah, it works. Uh, but I mean, it's it's coming. Like you said, next couple of years, you'll start seeing a lot of big boat tech coming to small boats. Well, the only thing that would probably hold that, I guarantee, you, those are all 36 volt systems. They are 36 volt systems. The Force comes in a 24, which you can get a hundred amp hour 24 volt battery, and works fine. Hmm. Bio power for the win. Yeah, bio power for the win. Because they have bio a 24 volt. Yep. bio Whatever. I can't pronounce it. But bio <laughs> Great batteries. I just can't pronounce it. The <laughs> but they have a 24 volt 100 amp hour. And, and it uh, I mean, still I weighs less than a lead, lead acid battery. It's 43 mm-hmm. pounds, I think. That's impressive. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, I mean, that's a whole nother show. We need to do all that about lithium. All the different. Again, we did that we, once. Yeah. Hey, that was like yeah, just, and Brad's best it. show. That and yeah, then, just, uh, what was it?
4: Cameras? So yeah did, the camera
3: mounts yeah gopros and all that stuff
4: yeah we oh, yeah. which we, like we came up with that like 32 seconds before we pressed
2: <laughs> record like we were yep. recording
4: he's like what are we gonna talk about and i was like
2: i don't know gopros <laughs> and he's like gopros okay. and that i mean that market's blown up you look at uh just the outdoor industry alone what is that company they make one for uh you you got you did a show before i came on on this on the final cast tacticam yeah um yeah the the tacticam they have one like for bows rifles and fishing and it's just blowing up a lot of other companies are starting to make you know fishing specific cameras for stuff i mean it's the market's blowing up again which is great
3: yep i agree
2: i need another
4: job i know me too (laughs) me too like if it's going the direction we're talking about like we will be seeing these twenty thousand dollar rigged kayaks
3: quick yeah that's gonna be crazy well
2: i think it was it at the was it at the classic somebody had a hobie that was already rigged out ready to go for 20k and And
3: the guy made the video he was like twenty thousand dollars for this kayak there's no
4: way yeah I mean, it had fancy electronics on it and tons of yeah, stuff, but
3: lights and motor. I'm good.
0: Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. good.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, but I don't know. I guess I got a couple of honorary mentions here. I'm not going to go like into super. That's detail. what I was going to say.
4: I've got a few to mention. Yeah, that you don't really need any explanation, but like yeah. kind of my favorites, but you go first.
3: Uh, well, everybody knows I'm a big river guy, so I stick to a lot of river apps, uh, I check gauges. We did a show with USGS guy from Columbus. So Rivercast and river data. Those are the two apps that I use for the river gauges and stuff. And then uh, there's another one called go paddling and uh, each user can mark um, access points and stuff on the river. So if you, if somebody goes under a bridge and they see a dirt path leading up to the, the road, you can mark it as an access point and, you see it on the map and be like, "Oh, Ooh. I can take out there. I can put in there." Uh, I feel like helpful. most kayak
4: fishermen are definitely not doing that. Yeah, oh no, they're, they're,
3: they're like, "No, but that's I,
2: my spot."
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, I will was. say
2: I've actually sent that to a couple of new kayak anglers. They just got into it and they're like, "Oh, where do I drop in?" And I was like, "Hey, man, check out this app. Go paddling. It shows yeah. some drop ins." He's like, "Couldn't you just tell me where you drop in?" I was like, "I could, but I'm not going to."
1: <sighs> yeah, that's not. what
3: I mean they have a great Miami water trail map that I use and it shows all the yep. access points, but go paddling shows like newer access points that people have made. You know what I mean? Yep. Sweet. So it, it's cool. It It's, mo- it's, it's more, uh, it, it's better when you're on the Northern stretches, I guess, because like there's less access points up there. You got to go yep.
4: miles before you can hit one. I'm curious so. to see if it's got any info like in my area down here. It might, because we have a lot of wreck kayak stuff. I mean, which that's yeah. that's who's sharing those points. That's info that
2: I would need. There you go. Know. I'm about to say, yeah, that's taken off too.
3: Well, those are my two Any... honorary mentions. So,
2: okay, those were actually going to be my honorary mentions too. For rivers was <laughs> RiverCast and then Go Paddling, just because the Go Paddling app is instrumental for people who are new to kayak fishing or if you're going somewhere that you don't know you know hey, i'm bringing my kayak down i want to hit a river yeah. well you can go to the go paddling app and see where you can drop in so it makes it easier because it has you know parking available here and things like that so it's a great app. i've
4: got a i've got a couple I mean, most of them are pretty obvious but you know if you got any new listeners or people just kind of dabbling in this um you're familiar with navionics on your graph mm-hmm. on your unit get the navionics app do a lot of your homework at home. You can do it on your computer with the web app. Um, great app, looks just like the setup on your on your your unit. Um, Google Maps is my go to mapping. Um, I just think it's a little better than Apple Maps. So if you've never really played with Google Google Maps, you should definitely do that. And then uh, most obvious to most people would be Google Earth. Yeah. But, yeah. Google earth is fantastic for anybody that hasn't like downloaded Google earth. I think it's pro and you can do the uh, historical data and you can dial it back. You can, you know, you can like, you could Google and say, okay, like right now the river's down this much. You could Google find historical data. They would say like, you know, February of 94, it was similar Mm -hmm. conditions. You can go on Google earth. You can click on it. You can pull it back to February or somewhere near that because it's, You don't type in the exact date, but it's got very, it'll have, most of the time there's tons of data that you can yeah. go through and it'll show you things. You can look from the water's down and see a roadbed or see I was gonna rock say piles. That. And then there. when it's flooded, you can see mm-hmm. where certain areas, like I've used it before when like there's an area that's normally not accessible. And then I noticed yeah. that on a high water year, you could float right through the trees and then went and checked it, and you could. I floated right through the trees, and then basically you're in a, you're in a pond, but it's navigable by water now because of the yep. water level. Yep.
3: Yeah, Matt, there's a uh, – well, if you use that uh, feature on Google Earth, you can go back to Caesar Creek when they were building the marina, and you can see how low the lake was. It's pretty crazy. Yep.
2: I've um, used it to see uh, where old rivers are or old uh, – Dams. Dams old dams are at and then actually it'll show you some of the some of the roads that are under that water now in that lake are really deep yeah. but at one point they were super shallow and you see where the whole road was at and I've caught fish yeah. off the roads it's awesome yep that is cool I know my, probably
4: my favorite feature on Google Earth is the uh, the distance where you can go in yeah. and you can instead of just doing straight line oh, distance yeah. you can go in and put 500 points if you're like curving through a creek and I mean it'll give you exact distance data and I've
3: used that a few times.
0: I just use it to, all the time. So,
3: so I've actually when so I track how how many miles I've done on my river, and I've actually used that feature from the northernmost part down to the southernmost part. I've hit almost eighty five miles on my river so far.
4: Like just in total, like ever is that what you mean? Yeah, like in total, how ever, much of yeah. your river you? Yeah, get. yeah.
0: No, one I trip.
4: Thought, I, I was fixing to say like shit get off the water
0: he just never stopped
4: i found out that the garmin does that i i didn't know as i clicked on the gauge cluster little thing on it and it's got a trip meter yeah and i was like what so like now i don't have to wonder how many miles i went on the river or go back and look i just get done with the fishing day click on the gauges, be like, oh 12.4 reset (laughs) or you can be like how many miles did i do this month
3: I guess I should throw that in there that Angler does it, too. If you hit the uh,
4: yeah.
3: you hit the logging button, it tracks your whole trip and tells you how many miles after you're done.
4: I'm actually surprised we didn't talk about that. Well, we had
3: a whole show about it, it once. Yeah, we had a whole uh, yeah, show about it once
4: with Derek.
2: Angler's like an app you really dive deep into because it has a ton yeah. of different options to go into, a ton, ton of different logging options. Um, it doesn't have to be different. fishing trips.
3: It's completely different now from when we had Derek on, so maybe we should do another show.
4: Maybe do we should revisit, get, them yeah. to get get involved with the podcast again. Yeah, because I think I think they were part of the like a sponsor of Paddle and Fin when I first started. Yep, uh, I think yeah,
3: that's they had a lot of everybody had their buttons. Yeah, they had a feature in the app where it showed like podcast, and our podcast was in that feed. People like people scrolling through could see our podcasts.
4: Oh yeah, we definitely need to get back if they're going to market that way. That's a yeah, it was pretty cool. It's like a
2: no brainer. Oh yeah, but closing thoughts, gentlemen. I like. It's, it's been fun. Enough.
3: It's been fun. It's been real, but it hasn't been real fun.
4: I mean, speak for yourself. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had, I'm just fun. <laughs> I've had a good time. No, great uh, show. It's kind of cool that we all kind of taught each other an app, or yeah, like. Before the show telling Matt that you could connect your phone all the way to the Garmin. He's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I had no clue. I've
2: been using them for like years. And I was like, I've had active captain, never knew I could put my phone on to where I could see text messages. Well that so that does get I
3: annoying, can... so I turned it off. Just FYI.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I, I will like turn like it you on.
4: Yeah. <laughs> mine'll be like customers calling on the weekend. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> So it'll it'll get turned on. It'll
2: be cool, and then it'll get mad, and then it'll get turned off. Like the same trip. <laughs> yeah, but it's a cool feature. You know, I mean, it's nice.
3: Yeah, it is. Maybe they'll update it that...
2: where you can send text from it, like uh, a voice activated. Can... That would yeah, be cool, that'd be dope. Like you can just leave your phone in a drive. Like pack in your like in your,
3: like what you do in your truck.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that was some. Those were some fun texts. <laughs> Hearing Siri say certain words was hilarious.
4: But I think the the big takeaway from this app probably be deep dive yeah deep deep dive are my radar honestly because my radar really is a phenomenal weather app but deep dive is as far as the fishing like what we're here talking about i think that's a that's a win we need to have y'all had tried to reach out to them
3: i did and they said they're uh interested later in the year so i don't know we'll see
2: well we're not interested later in the year
3: (laughs) that's what i said no i didn't even reply back so it's whatever yeah (laughs) I mean, we'll, well, try to,
2: we'll try to get them on so we can because uh, they can probably explain some features that we might not have gone into and, and in depth a little bit more. But I mean, the app you brought up, the ISO I Lunar, I mean, that was that's a great way to get way more scientific into f- fishing and hunting because it can be used for both. Um, and then just pair that with, you know, my radar and pair it with um, deep dive. It, it gives you a full toolbox of tools. You cash can use. checks and win tournaments. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they can be on your show.
4: <clears throat> then they can be on my show. You can come over the reel down and be like, "I did everything you told me to do, <laughs> and I won."
2: The and Jimmy,
3: the Jimmy's I'm like, like "Yeah, I give you half your check."
2: I was about yeah. to say at the end, Jimmy's like, "Where's my commission check?" Let's go. Yeah, I'm be like, <laughs> uh, "Finder fee, bro." <laughs> That's
3: awesome. Oh man! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's been fun. So uh, yeah, so I appreciate
4: yeah. y'all having me on. I was excited yeah. to talk about this one.
2: So it was Matt.
3: He was like, oh, man, I was kind of bummed we didn't do it the other night.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, I was trying to do it in uh, the house we were staying at, which was a disaster. And then I went to a hotel and Mm -hmm. made the famous comment to Jimmy and Brad. I'm pretty sure this hotel gives gives me the same source on my phone that Alex Grander Graham Bell did when he made the first one. (laughs) Because it was like (laughs) trying to send a text and it was popping up. A little line. Like five minutes later, it finally sent. Stupid. Yeah, (laughs) that suck.
3: But all right, man. Uh anything else you guys want to add real quick?
2: Good, dude.
1: know I'm good.
3: Alright, well, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.
1: Later. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com, catch us on YouTube.